Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. The 4.38 on a Wednesday afternoon. Pretty good spring day, unless you're a hay fever sufferer. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We are live from Studio Lumo SA right here at number one King William Street. Oh, it doesn't seem that long ago, Roots, that South Australia was so successful when it came to cricket in the Sheffield Shield. We go back to Les Favell. Hooksy. Um, Ian Chappell, Garfield Sobers, Greg Chappell, yeah, Hooksy, Tim May. But it's been lean pickings for the last 10 years. No Darren pre- Lehman. Yes, Darren Lehman. No pressure Jesse on our Gillespie. next guest. No pressure at all on our next guest to turn it's things opportunity. around. He'll be representing the Redbacks for the very first time when they take on Victoria at Karen Rolt Noble tomorrow. We're pleased to welcome him to the state, Harry Conway. Harry, thanks for your time. No, thanks for having me, boys. Well, the Redbacks have been shite for 10 years. Can you help <laughs> out? Can you help out? <laughs> Language. <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's been um, been yeah, it's been it's been tough over the last few years. Obviously, uh, I've heard from a lot of the boys, but I, I think there's still enough quality in the in the side, and certainly we've made some changes over the last few years to to try and get you know some uh, extra cattle and personnel down here that we think can hopefully uh, shape up a really good season this year. Well, what brought you to the Redbacks? Uh, I had a year to run at New South Wales, and I just wanted to test myself. I think I'm. You know, I'm at the point now. Where I'm 30 years old. I'm obviously one of the older guys in in the squad down here. But um, you know, being in and out of the New South Wales side, I, you know, I thought there was potentially an opportunity to get a good run at um, some consistent four-day um, games down here. And uh, having worked with Dizzy and Trav and some of the uh, key guys down here during the strikers mm. uh, summers over the last three years, I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to test myself out and uh, give myself as much game time as I, I possibly could. So, Harry, was it just South Australia in mind, or did you look at other options? Uh, to be fair, I, I didn't really look outside South Australia. There was some, there was a, a murmurs of Victoria and Queensland. Yeah. Um, I spoke to a few people at Queensland, but um, on my record up in Queensland is actually it's it's pretty good. But um, yeah, I, I just thought with the with the people down here, um, having already established a lot of relationships um, over the past few years with uh, the strikers, it just felt right that. I come down here and um, you know hopefully take the new ball consistently for South Australia. Mm. Now, Harry, we've watched you with the strikers. You're a bit of a dude. You're a bit of a character. Tell us a bit about your background. What do you do away from cricket? Yeah, I uh, yeah none none of that, none of that uh, you know rehearsed or pre-recorded. I'm just uh, I'm just a bit fidgety and um, <laughs> a bit nervous out on the field. I, I went to a, a nice school up on the north shore of uh, Sydney, in New South Wales. Um, currently studying, so 
doing my MBA remotely at UNSW in Sydney. Um, and outside of that, mate, I just I live by myself in West Beach at the moment, and I'm oh, yeah, I'm really enjoying uh, digging my digging my teeth into training. Uh, you, you're looking to uh, you'd like to be married one day. We can put it out there for you. Now. <laughs> yes, you're very quick to say you're living no. by yourself. <laughs> No, I'd like, mate. I'd like to one day. If you've got any uh, tips or tricks, boys, I'd, uh, I'm all ears. Well, all right, we'll get anyone interested. They can ring through now. Well, I said you're a bit of a character. <laughs> now you do a few impersonations. We heard you do David Lloyd, the former England cricketer and uh, coach. Oh, Bumble, can you give us a little bit of that? Uh, WF five for forty at the WSCA ground. Lovely, uh, lovely spot to lunch here for Aaron Hardy and the last Dalton WA. Yeah, that's it. That is it, Harry. Uh, I love it. All right, let's get into tomorrow's game. Uh, they're always strong, Victoria. They've got plenty of experience in Hanscom, Harris, Madison, Pekofsky, Harper. They've got a little bit of depth there, and, and Scotty Boland as well, the late bloomer. Yeah, they've, they've, they've got a great side, um, and they've got some young guys that have come on in the last few years. So, yeah, they're really, really, uh, really well balanced side. They obviously made the Shield final bit, uh, last year, so what a great test for us first up at home to um, see where we're at and, and how well we've gone in the preseason uh, up against one of the best sides in the competition, no doubt. So, Harry, when you come into a new program, are you sitting back and just watching them, or have you been asked for your feedback as to how? the Redbacks should go about their business from your experiences at New South Wales? Oh, to be honest, I, I've been asked a few times, but to be honest, mate, we, we've got an environment where, um, you know, we, we've got to be sharing as much information as we can. Yeah. You know, we all, you know the, the, the group's not won a uh, heap of games and we know how hard these four-day wins are mm. at any time during the season. So, um, you know, with the experience that I've had in New South Wales, I think, um, yeah, just sharing that, any wisdom I've got um, or any gems for some younger guys, then um, that's all going to be positive because, um, yeah, as I say, we've got a really young group, but mm. we've got some exciting talents in the fast bowling stocks now with um, Wes Agar, Jordan Buckingham, uh, even David Grant's only played 14, 15 games. He'll yep. play tomorrow. So, um, oh, I assume he will. I'm not sure on the 11, but, yeah, there's some good, mate, there's some good young quicks down here. And then if you, you know, you go closer to my age, it's the Brendan Doggett's and Nathan McAndrews who... You know, they're probably the two standout seniors last year in, in not only the competition, but for the Redbacks. So so who is a sponge among your Redbacks teammates who's just drawing as much information from you to get better by your experiences? Well, I think they're, I think they're all pretty good. I think, um, you know, we all, we all have different um, all have different traits and um, things that, you know, that we do well as bowlers. But, you know, I've worked alongside uh, Henry Thornton and Wes Agar for a long time, not only with striker stuff, but, um, you know, just playing for and against teams that they've been a part of. So yep. I think those two guys are always really good. Um, had a good chat to them after the two one-day games uh, that we played up in Brisbane recently. But I think the, the more game time, um, the more you spend time out in the middle mm. and out on the field with guys like Grant, Buckingham, uh, Scott, these young guys, then... Um, you know, I think that's when the best, you know, information sharing happens, um, you know, at the end of day's play and um, when you're out in the, in the middle together. We haven't seen Jakey Lehman for a couple of months. Is he still cultivating that big moustache of his? <laughs> yeah. Is he still yeah, he's it? one of my favourites, Jakey. Yeah, no, he is. He, um, <laughs> no, he's still getting good growth. Um, he'll, be, uh, he'll be out there tomorrow. He's, um, no, he's been whacking them in the pre-season. Um, didn't, didn't get... As many as he would have liked up in Brisbane in the one-day games, but he's been a superb, um, you know, consistent performer in Shield for 
yeah, the last five or six years. So I'm excited to see how he goes. Last one, Harry. Uh, Travis Head is a captain. You've been alongside of a few captains in your career. How's he stack up? Yeah, he's awesome, mate. What, what I love about you know Travis and Alex, they're they're really calm and collected, um, regardless of how the game's going. So for a young group, um, they're relatively inexperienced. It's it's pretty important that you've got leaders that behave that way out on the field. Um, you know, particularly in white ball cricket for the strikers and in, in one day stuff. But yeah, I, as my first, I'm excited for my first game tomorrow under his leadership. He's he's uh, someone that I've I've always admired. Um, watching play but you know I've, I've been in teams with him since 2012 we we're in the same world cup year so mm. now i'm really pumped to to join him down here and um can't wait to see how he leads us tomorrow so i'm just presuming you're still with the strikers again this year yeah absolutely mate got one more year with the strikers so Beautiful. hopefully we can go uh yeah go one better I, I, peter still signed on uh hopefully in the next uh few months or so so yeah i think we'll run it back with a similar squad and um Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we can get into the final this year. Should well, we do? Should we do the South Australian test on Harry? Shall we see how much he's absorbed of South Australia yet? Who's got the better beaches, Sydney or Adelaide? <laughs> oh, mate, Sydney for sure. Oh no, we've got to get rid of him straight away. You're done. You're done, <laughs> Harry. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually with Harry. We might get rid of you, Roach. Yeah, bad question. Have you had the pie floater yet? Uh, pie, well, pie floater is a reasonable question. Have you had a pie floater? I have. The, they're, they're unbelievable. I yeah. can't have too many, otherwise I'll blow up. But no, I, I enjoy them. Yeah, Which yeah. city is better to drive in? Oh, Adelaide. Thank and you. By country mile. Thank you. You can stay now. Yeah, you passed. Uh, <laughs> just remember, every time you get a pie, make sure it's a Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since 1853. Hey, no pressure, Harry. I see you've taken one ten for in your first class career. Uh, a second one <laughs> would be good this uh, next few days. <laughs> No, no worries. I'll do my best. Thanks, boys. Well, Good on you, Harry. Harry Conway there. hes I should have said they, they put him down as a medium fast. That can be offensive to a fast bowler. Indeed. Get rid of the medium. Uh, it gets I underway. Dare, I dare say Mario will text in there about beaches. Yeah, well, it's a lovely beach down there. <laughs> but they look at it like a surf beach up there, Roach. Right. You're not qualified. You've never been to one in your life. <laughs> uh, the game gets underway at 10.30 tomorrow at Karen Rolton Oval. South Australia against Victoria. You don't even have bathers. <laughs> A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 53, we're live from Studio Lumo. Thanks to Balfour's and our good friends at Hyundai. Just a reminder, David Noble coming up after 5 o'clock. Lads. Hello. Is a text. This is from Costa. You know how conservative Mark Bickley is. Yes. Doesn't he is. usually deal with rumour and innuendo. He said that if anyone thinks the Zach Butters to North deal is no chance, think again. Apparently, North are offering him mega contracts, not dealing with Port, but trying to get him to request a trade through his manager. Well, we know they've spoken. Yep. And we know Zach's happy. Yep. But. Not for everyone, but money speaks all languages. Good way to leverage the new contract. We know he's very happy here. Been doing the long-distance relationship, mm-hmm. but that yeah. won't change. No. We'll be a little closer if he's in Victoria. because Maybe further away. No, Polly's in England. Yeah, Adelaide's closer to England than Melbourne. All right, bad do move. You, do your geography, right, Kim. I'm, yeah, I'm geographically challenged, Rich. <laughs> all right, I'm just talking on the fly. <laughs> Here we go. Afternoon, guys. With Essendon being relatively quiet in the trade market so far this year, anything to do to suggest Adrian Dodoro's moonlighting at North's? At North. 
Cheers, from Alan at Albanon. Wow. Well, geez, that's, uh, what was that other text about being mischievous? Mm. Uh, this isn't mischievous. This is fact uh, in regards to Riley Bonner. You touched on it a few days ago. Now, have Port done a Hamish Hartlett to him or yeah, what they, they did to Hamish yeah, Hartlett? Exactly. So they'll see if he can find an opportunity somewhere else. If not, he can come back and say, I've got a contract and I'm staying, which then puts Port in a question of how many more list spots they have to open up. All right. Well, his manager, David Trotter, spoke about Riley Bonner. Yeah, interesting one, that one. So uh, Riley, I've had discussions with Port over the last couple of weeks. They're obviously trying to do a lot of things at the moment, um, you know, with Rioli and Horn Francis and uh, that they've got going on. So they've said, look, if there was an opportunity for Riley, they would look at it. Um, same thing. Not exactly pushing him out, but I think they need, you know, some maybe some list spots for what they're trying to do. Um, and look, with where Riley sits, he's played a lot of footy at halfback. Um, they've moved one of our other boys, Kane Farrell, I think is going to play at halfback. Burgoyne's come in. Um, so if he moves up to a wing, they've got Dave Dersma, who's one of ours as well, yep. Bergman. They've got a bit of depth in those areas. So I think trying to get in the players they are, Riley may be... Um, you know, able to move on if there was something out there for him. So those discussions have only started happening in the club's last couple of days. It's come pretty late. Uh, the North Melbourne one, yeah, there was – so it got reported categorically yesterday that he'd sat down with North Melbourne officials, hadn't spoken to North about him once. Okay. So uh, Brady actually rang me this morning um, and we were having a laugh about that, how it can be reported so categorically, and we had not spoken in – I hadn't spoken to Brady's for a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, so and then, look, who knows, not saying – I don't know if that changes down the track. Yeah, but at this point, North Melbourne's not put forward a, no, a request or anything like that. No, haven't spoken to North about Riley once, and I spoke to Brady three hours ago and his name, other than the fact we were laughing that it had reported that if I didn't know and Brady didn't know what had happened, then um, it's probably unlikely. So what were you talking about? Uh, just the general chat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> never general <laughs> chat. Mm, right, the other it, chat might have been about Xavier Dersma. Possibly. Mm. Poor Yasmin's just come over to live with her brother. No, but that's what happens in the trade period. Mm, might do a two for one So there. if Riley Bonner was to look at where his options are best suited, where does he look? Well, he's going to have more short-term success with Port Adelaide. It depends what his priorities are. Um, he'll get a longer-term deal at North Melbourne and more money. Mm. So there you that's, are. That's how it works. Uh, Brady Boy sent through a text, uh, one of our favourites, Ghetto Kimbo and The Rooch. Michelangelo, this is for you. Obviously doesn't value my opinion. Michelangelo, once Jason Horn francis gets settled at Port Adelaide, how many games and years do you think he's going to play for? Well, it's like what every recruiting manager says. They're looking for a player, particularly if you're a first-round draftee, who's a 10-year, 200-game player. That's what mm. they want. That's the measure. The basic yeah. measure, isn't it? What you're giving up, you'll need to play at least 45. All right, here we go. Well, hopefully he learns a lot from Travis Boat. <laughs> Um, well, he'll have to start taking ice baths then. Uh, hi, Kimbo Ooh. and Roach. <laughs> hi, Kimbo. We'll get some insight on that from David Noble. Yeah, we will. Joins us at yeah. five. Uh, hi, Kimbo and Roach. How the heck do <laughs> this question comes up every year? Mm. How the heck do Geelong fit Jack Bowes' salary dump in it's their amazing. salary cap? As Ken Wood being given a secret property along the surf coast. Now, Cheers now, from Blake. Now, now, now. No, Ken's <laughs> not there anymore. He's retired. Yeah, we get the gist of it though. But that's a – isn't it time we were given some transparency on this sort of stuff where we, if we're not going to get the players' salaries – and one time it used to be in the AFL annual report, the salary cap spread on each club. Where's mm. that disappeared to? Well, Is that now commercially sensitive information or not? I trust the, – the, the AFL do their audits. 
So I'm not hell-bent on knowing what everyone's earning. That doesn't bother me as much. If someone was rorting the system, obviously you'd have concern, but I don't believe that that can happen. We know it's happened in years gone by, many, many years ago. But would you be comfortable if the AFL again released each club's salary cap exposure so we could actually see it? Whether they've used 97% of it or whatever Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Well, we know what the cap is. Yep. So yeah, it doesn't, every it doesn't really we, bother me. Well, we know with Bose that they'll yep. spread it over four or five years. Yep. So then he's going to be a $600,000 player. And which then we're makes seeing what Grundy's doing for Melbourne. Mm. Prepared to sacrifice. Here's a quick one before we go to David Noble on the 5 o'clock news. Hi, guys. I'm a Port supporter and I have some sympathy for North Melbourne missing out on Jason Horn francis mm. uh, But this latest farce with Bose and Geelong has made a mockery of the supposed equalisation system in the AFL. Is this Gil the Dill's legacy? The trade system is broken. That's Scott from Hallett Cove. We were sort of half talking about that. Yeah, well, they changed it this year. They allow salary cap dumping to say no longer do we just value the trade and see if it's an equal trade. If it's a salary cap dump, you can do it for cheap. And it helps our clubs. It's not going to happen that frequently, but clubs like the Gold Coast who have to pay overs for young players to keep them there. Yeah, but that you might. The problem. Yeah, but you might ask the question of Gold Coast and some of their list management decisions. Riley Knight, five-year contract. Riley Knight, was it who? Who did they give a five-year contract to at Gold Coast? Sorry. No, the Rat. Oh, sorry, Rory Atkins. Sorry, Rory Atkins. Yeah. yeah, poor Riley Knight. Don't bring that up. He's just got comfortable at no. the Eagles. All right, we need to go to the five o'clock news. David Noble, if you have a question for Noble, send us a text zero four two seven one five four one double six. This is Kimba on the Ridge. Thanks to Balfour's and Hyundai. As are yet to be told what they will be paid for playing in the Rugby League World Cup, despite preparing to leave for England in two and a half weeks. The Gillaroos were rocked by news on Monday that Newcastle superstar Millie Boyle has pulled out of the tournament, opting to prioritise her own new business. And the AFL has selected a panel to examine historical allegations of racism against the Hawthorne Football Club. Three minutes past five on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Kimbo on the reach with you live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. All thanks to our good friends at Balfour's and Hyundai, tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, all-wheel drive. Today, mad if you don't. If you've just joined us, you've missed out on Matt Rendell and also Harry Conway that makes his debut for the Redbacks tomorrow. You can catch all up, catch up on all of that on our podcast. But right now, live, and I'm happy about that, is our good friend David Noble. Hello, Nobes. Hello, Kimbo. G'day, Roach. How are you oh, guys going? David. Well, not bad. You're like Roach now. You've joined the media. It's all fun and no responsibility, <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah, on, David. Ask him. Uh... Ask him what his job is. What profession What's he job, believes uh, he oh, is. I'm not part of the media. Never it's have been. Amazing. You know that, Nobes. Um, You're an entertainer. As a, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Hey, Nobes, if we can go, we've spoke to you on numerous occasions, but not for some time. Um, how are you personally now after all the events that took place at, at North Melbourne? I'm pretty good, Kimbo. Um, all things being said, had a good break. Um, we went away. We had a time to sort of get away together. Um, Sarah, myself, and spent some time, you know, just reconnecting and then time with the family and yeah, a bit of time to reflect and, um, you know, look back on a, on a few things as to what went on and, you know, things mm. that went well and things that didn't. And yeah, I've moved on and got myself back into some study and yeah, moving forward. If you've moved on, you don't have to answer any of these, but what have you done anything different with the advantage of hindsight? 
look, I said the other day, is probably manage up a little bit better. Um, you know, in some respects, I think you just get entrenched in the day to day. You know, just continuing to sort of move forward and try to keep the club going forward. Um, yeah, it'd be one thing. Look, I think there's there's things on both sides that we could have done better as yeah. a collective. But yeah, probably things for for me to sort of self reflect upon. And um, yeah, that, that's probably what I'd say. Let's move to the now. You do sound refreshed. You're eminently eminently qualified. Are you ready to take on the Essendon job? Oh, <laughs> I haven't had that one thrown at me. Really? Well, they're uh, mad if they don't talk to you. Would you be interested? Oh, God. I don't know, Kimbo. It's, um... You'd need his help. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, at, it's an interesting spot at the moment. It's, mm. it's been really good to... Um, sit back and, and have a good look around at what other industries are doing, um, you know, what, what other sports are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been really refreshing, actually, to just sit back and uh, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, had a lot of conversations and coffees and lunches with a lot of, you know, contacts that you build up over the, the journey. And um, I'm probably not in a mad rush to sort of make a decision, I'd have, have to say. So if, if Essendon rang tomorrow, would you be prepared to sit down and have a chat with them? I'd probably have a coffee. I don't know that I'd have an interview. I've, I've probably got some questions I'd, I'd you know, want to ask. But, um, yeah, I'm sort of open to anyone that wants to pick up the phone and have a, have a chat. Well, you've got a good track record at the moment. The last person you brought into a job actually finished up with a job in Jeff Walsh. <laughs> It's a bit ironic that Roots, isn't, isn't it? He did his report to the board, and I got fired, and I did my report and got him a job. It's yeah, I know you've been asked. Work, I know you've been asked a hundred times on Jason Horn Francis, but are you surprised by any of it? Uh, I look not extremely surprised. I didn't get up and go, "Oh wow, you know that one sort of came out of left field." Um, he probably knew that there was some interest halfway through the year, but nothing that we were ever concerned about. I mean, it was. Mm. I think I've spoken to you guys both, mm. you know, on air and off air, that you, you would always track the, the SA boys that left home and reach out to the managers and talk to them and see how they're going. And so it wasn't a, not a total surprise. No, not for me. So, David, let's deal with perception and reality. Who is Jason Horn Francis? He's a one of the most competitive um, young guys that I've, I've ever dealt with Roach. He's a he's a very um, highly intelligent, you know, football guy. He sees things that um, it's hard to teach. You know, when you're taking young guys through visions and concepts and bits and pieces, they they'll get I don't know, say three out of the five things. Jason will tend to get the five. He'll mm-hmm. see the extra couple of pieces that you. You know, the, the outer layer of a stoppage or the player that's leading in behind um, a player that's coming straight at you as, as far as a, a lead-up type of player. I mean, the things that you would expect a, a five- or six-year player in the team to do or to sorry to see, he sees that straight away. So, yeah, he's, he's highly intelligent. And, look, his emotions spilled out at times because he's, he's super competitive and he, he wants not only him, but he wants the team that he plays with. He wants them to be really good. A lot of text coming through, Nobes. So this one's from Lewis. He says, "Can you?" he's a port man. Can you ask David? He said, I know this is a simple question, but I'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth. Can you ask David where Jason Horn Francis sits in terms of young talent that he's seen during his years in the game and 
what type of player you think he will become? I think he's, for me, squarely sits in the top 10, Kimbo, of, of what I've seen. Mm. It, it'll, it'll need to play out a little bit more to see what he can deliver. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to oh, go back to him a bit, but, you know, I coached Lenny Hayes as a 16, 17, 18-year-old. So um, Cam Rayner, I didn't necessarily coach Cam, but, you know, saw what he did, Paddy Dangerfield. So, I mean... What he he's got certainly got some capacity and he's got some capability, um, but he needs he needs to deliver that on a consistent basis over the next you know two or three or four years. So David, is he misunderstood or is he still not mature for what the AFL is all about? Uh, a bit of both, I think, Roach. To be honest, you know, there's some there's. I think he gets frustrated in the demands that are that are now required because. As a young, talented player, you can't turn up and just play anymore. You yep. need to play in a system. You need to understand what the team's trying to do. Um, so, yeah, there's elements of uh, having said that, like you, you love the fact that he just wants to be the guy that goes and gets the ball. Mm. Um, not not a lot dissimilar to sort of Paddy initially. I mean, Paddy was just see ball, get ball. Mm. Um, so th- there's that sense, but you have to understand that you've got to play within a team. It can't just be all about um, just, you know, let me do the job and I'll, you know, I'll get it all done. It doesn't operate that way anymore. Let's uh, change direction a little bit. You're part of the AFL Trade Radio team. I hope you're enjoying that. Uh, Brisbane need to do a deal with Josh Dunkley. Tell us how that happens because you are connected to Brisbane. And a left field one was thrown up by one of your colleagues, Matt Rendell. If they had to give something, he would look at trading out Cam Rayner. You just mentioned his name then. Would you look at that? No way. Not Not under any circumstances would I let him go. I know. Um, He's just, yeah... uh, He's as good as I've seen return out of a knee Rico in his first 12 months for a long time. I can't remember many that have come back in as good a condition. So, no, I I definitely would not do that. Um, How do they get it done? Well, I think they're manoeuvring. They've started to to manoeuvre around their picks. They've got to take into account Ashcroft and Fletcher. I think they'll get Fletcher reasonably easily, I think, at the bottom end. They might go into um, the second round, maybe. I think, which is, you know, once you get to sort of that 40 pick, they're okay. Mm. Um, yeah, Dunkley would need to be a, a future first, I would think, the way that it's shaping and something. Um, but I, I think they, they will, they'll build up some points, Kimbo, um, mm. and they'll get themselves into a position where they'll need to deal for Dunkley over a period of time. And I would imagine that um, they've committed to getting it done. Um, yeah, a first and a second, I'm not sure it's two firsts, but that would just be my thoughts. David, let's bring the elephant out of the corner again on this topic about Jason Horn Francis and anyone like Jason Horn Francis who's an early draft pick and then seeks a quick exit from a club. Are we going to debate again three-year, four-year contracts for top 10 draftees? And does that really work when you see Isaac Rankin does four years at Gold Coast and he moves anyway? Is, is that the answer? I don't, but I don't think... Unless the unless the AFL wants to bring in some level that you you know you can't trade those guys, Roach. I don't. I think you could extend the contract to three, but um, there was someone down here mentioning you know the anti-tampering side yeah, of things. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was doing the list management at Adelaide, it was pretty clear you weren't supposed to talk to players in contract. Like that was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, right. So you spoke so to their pretty manager. Clear from, yeah, from, from Kenny Wood. Uh, yeah. That doesn't seem to hold any weight now. So right. I, I don't think it's as simple anymore as just saying, well, first round or second round players need to extend their contract. I think there needs to be something else in there. So how do you protect a club then? Because let me put it this way. If you were still at North Melbourne, you would be mightily peeved off that you've just invested so much in Jason Orn Francis. And he's out after a year. You need some protection, surely, as a club that's going to invest in a first-round draftee. Well, I think you you can say first two years, uh, first and second-year player can't be traded. Like that, that's relatively easy. Mm. Um, but does that sure help that if the, you I, then get a frustrated player like Jason Horn Francis? Well, but I think when they come in the door, they know they can't leave for okay. two years. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, it's like, well, you're here and we've got to make it right for you and, and clubs have got a responsibility to make the environment good for them so good that point. they feel like yeah. it. Um, I mean, we, we spoke to um, Jason's mum and dad about, you know, moving to Melbourne to support him. So that wasn't that we didn't have those conversations to try to, you know, stabilise the environment for him. That Look, they were loose conversations. So, look, you know, would this be something that you guys would entertain? Um, but, yeah, maybe if they just said, well, you know what, first and second year players cannot be traded under any circumstances mm. and therefore they stay. Nobes, this is an awkward one for you because you were front and centre at the time talking about, talking about JF, JHF, Jason Horn France. We ain't sick of saying his yep. name. But uh, you were hell-bent on getting the number one pick, the first one the club had ever had. Adelaide offered three first-round draft picks. They've now picked up Rochelle Dawson and Rankin. Which way do you wish you'd gone now? No, I think you still, you, you'll always back yourself in of taking the best talent, Kimbo. Like, a club hadn't had it. Uh, we finished down the bottom. Um, you know, we were pretty clear that he was the, the best, you know, um, player in, in the country. His football, you know, had delivered really well in a senior competition for two years running. So I think we're all great in hindsight. But at that point in time, we didn't feel like it was at that point that we needed to split that pick. North in a spot now where they've got it. Again, I would absolutely split it this year. Mm. No question. Um the Adelaide Footy Club, we get a lot of text here. People are frustrated because they're not being active enough during the trade period. They've got their one player they want. Do you like the way they're going about it at the moment? Yeah, I do. I think they've grown really well this year. If you you know, you've watched their advancement, you know, through this period. I think Nixie's doing a terrific job in um on where he's going. One of the key things is, you know, stability. There isn't an element of creating that stability as to what you know, they need to grow and where they need to go. But they they still might be active coming to the to the back end of next week. Um, yeah, you know, I know the guys intimately, you know, Justin and, mm-hmm. and Hamish are always on top of where things, you know, are trying to be evolved. So they might be still working behind the scenes to get something else in the door. What would they be trying to get? They'd hardly have enough points to get Michael Annie. Don't know. There might be um there might be a couple of needs that they, you know, they might want to fill again. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk that probably midfield is an area, mm. you know, to sort of continue to work through. Oh, with there might be some. <laughs> well, um, um, but yeah, well, they need to restock that area, don't they? So, yeah, they you know, that's obviously different. going to be. So they may yeah. trade him yeah. out late. So, David, if. Well, I don't know. What, what's happening with Frampton? Is he going to stay or is he going to go? No, he's going to Collingwood. Yeah. Yeah. He'll so, go. 
No, it's great to have a chat here. We could keep going. We've run out of time. We need to get to an ad break. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling so relaxed. We'll speak to David Barham Think if he's still in charge tomorrow. Think very carefully about Essendon, David. <laughs> no, very you'll be carefully. fine. You turn around the heartbeat. They've got a great list. <laughs> Yeah, Good on well, you. Lovely to chat to you guys. Good Thanks, on you, Nobes, and I still owe you that wine. I thought you were his friend. Oh, yeah, Roach. I'd back him in. You would send him into the Viper's Nest. Too right, I would. They're not that bad. They just had a bad <laughs> few days. <laughs> a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. 22. We've only got two minutes remaining. Rooch, big thank you to Hyundai, Balfour's and Lumo. Uh, good chat with Nobes. I just get the feeling that uh, he may be looking at a few more sports or different industries. Yes, he's going back to study, so he'll enhance his resume, and I think you'll find him somewhere else next year, as much as you want him at Essendon. There's something wrong with people that want to study all the time. Well, Isaac Rankin will be a crow tomorrow, we're hearing. Mm. Well, you should be closed. They've had a long time to get their head around it. Yep. Here's a text, Rooch. Hi, Kim Bone Rooch. What date are you finishing up for the year on SEN and proceeding on your summer sojourns? I owe you a copy of Football in South Australia 1972 Ooh, nice. edition, Rooch, before you Good. head off. That's from Mark in Perth. When do we go off? Uh, December the 1st. Okay. Get it tattooed on your arm. It's the 15th no, time you've think, asked me, Rooch. I think that's something I'm keen to do. Tattoos. A tattoo? No. Uh, we might get you one. Well, when no. you when you get your triple premierships, your three and five years. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, could be next year. That's hope. You'll be back in finals. Could Port ruffle a few too many feathers in their own nest getting Francis? Horn. Horn yes, Francis. Well, that was where Miles was going while you were away. Miles Fitzner? Yes, that there's been a bit of history between Jason Horn Francis and a few Port players on the footy field. Well, that happens. Of course Rouge. it does. Yeah, Imagine but... all the things the Torrens players used to say of you when you were playing for North and you still forgave well, them. Well, it took a while to win Scruffy Hannah over, I tell Didn't you. Like that. you? Didn't but, like you? Uh, oh. Steve Jack here from Woodville, we used to be at each other and yeah. then we bumped into each other one night. And... How are you going with Gary McIntosh? Now, Macker and I haven't really talked for <laughs> many years. He wanted to kill me a few times. Uh, who we got coming up tomorrow, Roach? Uh, the Joker is half committed. Half committed. Look at Ben chortling in his little but, office there. He's but shaking, Serena Williams. He's shaking his head saying... Serena you, Williams you is no 95%. Is that right? Yes, 95% Serena Williams. 95% what? <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> anymore. I didn't think you'd ever use those numerals again, Roach. And we're going to get Gillen on, but he's going to be talking out in the middle of a road again. All right. Uh, Isaac Rankin joining us tomorrow. Oh, we hope. Uh, we'll, well put in a request anyway. But Matt Rendell will be with us, won't he? He will, Roach. Uh, well we'll pl- get him a new well phone. Today. I'm on the sick list tomorrow. I flagged it today. You're so soft, aren't yeah. you? All right. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.